Welcome to Pink Noise. Today my guest is Alethea Leventhal of Ships in the Night, a really interesting dream pop project from right here in Charlottesville. The Ships in the Night full-length album Myriologues is a collection of what Alethea calls ethereal lullabies. But her subject matter often centers around death and uncertainty, and there's a gothic aesthetic running through Alethea's musical and visual presentation. We talked about where she draws inspiration and how she manages to find light in the darkness, even when she's not necessarily looking for it. I'm Alethea Leventhal, and my project is called Ships in the Night. Logs is an improvised funeral song sung by a woman on the death of a friend. It's a Greek word, and my name is Greek, so I'm not Greek, but I've kind of had it, I always had a connection with like Greek mythology and just kind of theater and just kind of that whole world. I think that Myriologues really was just an album about about loss. I mean, it really was, and things people have kind of said about it is, it's like someone singing a lullaby through a waterfall of tears or something like that, you know, just these really like kind of amazing metaphors for like the same kind of essence of that, like a, a funeral song. So yeah, even though it wasn't directly inspired by like a certain death or something, not literally, it was it was the overall theme. As a kid, I was fixated on death. I had this fascination from like a really, really young age. And I really became obsessed with it um, in like a way that looking back at it now, I can't even believe. Like I can't believe how young I was and just that, you know, thinking about a lot of kids who are sort of in a idyllic sort of uh, stage at, you know, like seven or eight, and that I was really in that world. I was really, you know, um, I was, and, and it was like both a fear, it was both like a really, really intense fear, and also this kind of like, um, I was kind of drawn to it, like this magnetism with the, the that kind of like world. And, um, you know, when I was, um, young, I was really, really afraid of voids. Like, I was terrified of black holes. I was terrified of them. 
and as well as like, and even in a really much more concrete way, like this idea of holes and vacuums and voids. And the idea was really the same as a black hole. It was like falling down into this hole and disappearing and no one ever knowing that you had left or something, you know? And so, um, or maybe never even having existed, you know what I mean? Just this idea of not existing anymore. But I also had these sort of, um, almost kind of compulsive, like, sort of patterns and habits where before I went to sleep every night, I would, like, basically make this sort of list in my mind of everyone who I wanted to protect overnight. And so it was kind of like this weird idea that I had this power to decide who who lived and who died, you know what I mean? Which is kind of interesting, which is kind of funny because I have a song and the line is, we don't get to choose who lives and who dies, which is kind of a funny thing to just have said that now but yeah it's a it's like death was a presence in my young life getting to be a little older i i was um as like a teenager and kind of like, you know, maybe around 12 or 13, I started getting really into film and was really like just digesting like a crazy quantity of movies. Like the summer between maybe like middle school and high school, I think I watched like, I don't even really know. It was like at least a movie or two a day. And they were like the darkest, most messed up things. Like it was like, these movies that I kind of wish sometimes that I'd never seen a lot of them, you know, just things that were so um, devastating. Like part of me was sort of like testing the limits of, of sort of devastation, you know what I mean? And like needing to like feel the place where it was the most unbearable to know how bad it could be so that I was like somehow safer or something, which is a strange... A strange way to do that, I guess. But I've never, I didn't, I think it was that I, I had spent this time being so afraid of darkness and this, you know, this void and this kind of scary unknown place of death. And then I just wanted to like move towards it and explore it. And, uh, and I don't think that desire has ever really gone away. Um, and I don't think I'm like comfortable with death or something now, but I think the music is also a way of kind of doing that. And there are a lot of themes of, of death and of like disappearing. And it really just has always been such a presence for me. It's like a character. It's like a, you know, it's kind of like a, a familiar thing for me. Um, and experiencing deaths as I've gotten older, you know, and cl even close deaths and suicides and these really painful things has you know, made it even more sort of, uh, like cemented it even more.
I've always been really fascinated with dreams and dreaming and um, memory. And uh, those are themes that definitely come up in my music. But um, that was kind of my my world for a while was just like, you know, I, as much as I could, I was learning a lot about development and um, child, like childhood development and um, did like some independent study work on dreams and, and um, not exactly the neuroscience aspect, but just this sort of I mean, just this crazy, they're, they're crazy. Dreams are insane. You know, they're so, and I'm, I think a big part of it is that I've been, I've been like plagued and blessed with just wild dreaming all my life. Like it, I just, you know, I dream and remember my dreams almost every single night and they're almost always awful. And so it's this thing where, um, or maybe not awful, like that's kind of an extreme where it's not always nightmares where I'm waking up terrified, but like unsettling or something's going wrong or, you know, and, and a lot of my dreams are so obvious. Like they're like, you know, just right in your face. Like the meaning is so right in your face. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, um, like I, I had this dream recently that I, uh, was, (laughs) was walking down the street I grew up on in this, like I, I saw this, um, kind of cat in the, in the brush on the side of the road and this big cat. And I realized it was a tiger and it was kind of stalking me. And then all of a sudden it came up behind me and, and, you know, wrapped its arms around, around my neck and like pulled me down. And that was the dream, you know? And, and I don't mean in like a really literal way that it's like got a meaning, but just that that's like clearly like not good. Like, you know, that's like a fear, like fear and this kind of sense of like, you know, just not being safe and just, just these kind of things that are, you know, so um, somewhat, and, I, and it's kind of fun. I mean, in some way it's, it's you know, I, I wake up and I can really see what's on my mind. You know what I mean? I can, I can really like tell just from these dreams because they're generally so kind of easily decipherable or something um they it's been a a plague too because i really just feel like i just don't get like sleep does not mean rest if you're just dreaming all night you know and uh i think the dreams have influenced my songs a lot and that's really cool but i also just am like tired all the time With Ships in the Night, I'm never, I've never tried to do anything or say anything or really be anything or like present anything that didn't just sort of flow out, you know what I mean? And not that, that everything's just easy and just comes to me and is like so quick and, and there's definitely a lot of like blood, sweat and tears that goes into it, but I would say that you know, it's not, it's not some kind of like 
it's kind of not really like a curated sort of um, like image or um, like theme. Like I don't, you know, it's not like trying to uh, have a lot of darkness in it or trying to, you know, like, like, oh, I want it to still be hopeful or something. But I've, I've gotten that a few times, you know, like that it is kind of has this like dark, but also sort of hopeful vibe. And um, I really like that. I think that like it, that just sort of, um, and that makes a lot of sense for how I kind of, how I feel, you know what I mean? Uh, I think it kind of like, uh, one song I have is called Deathless and it's um, basically, I, I wrote it, um, it was it was like 5 a.m. and I couldn't sleep and I wrote it as a lullaby, like so to myself kind of. So I was kind of writing a song that I would want someone to sing to me, you know, at 5 a.m., which is kind of a, an interesting thing. And I sometimes, it's funny, I, I was saying to someone recently where they were talking about uh, bringing their kid to see me and I was like, you know, I guess, you know, it is really dark. And they were like, I don't really see it as that dark, you know? And I was like, oh, like, cool. You know, like, and not because I don't want it to be dark, but just like, it's neat that someone would see this thing that I see as this like heavy, you know, some of them see as this really, at least pieces of it are really, are really kind of heavy and, and, and have a lot of like, sort of grief and loss and stuff. And then, and then, but someone's kind of seeing it as like, has having a brightness that I I, can, I maybe can't see from inside. I like that a lot. That's cool. Ships in the Night just released a collection of remixes from the album Myriologues. Both the remixes and the original album are widely available and at shipsinthenight.bandcamp.com. Alethea also just released a single this week called Lost Times, with an accompanying music video. She has plans for another full-length album. I want to thank Alethea for talking with me and sharing her music. If you're here for the first time, Consider going back to episode one of Pink Noise to check out my interview with Albert Bagman that I released last Halloween. It's a good one for this time of year. You can find more information about Ships in the Night and previous Pink Noise episodes at pinknoisepod.com. The show is produced and edited by me, Jeff Gregerson. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show and leave a review. Thanks for listening. <laughs>